Kim's birthday today. So moments ago, we were talking about Johnny Cash, and I got a I got a title wrong. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, just a second for me. Wait, it all show for this. Here we go. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. So we were talking about Johnny Cash. I said Get Rhythm was written by Bob Dylan. Wrong song. I was thinking It Ain't Me, Babe. Oh, yeah. It was written by Bob Dylan. You know, Bob Dylan, I had a, was really into Bob Dylan for a long period of time. Yeah. And nothing alienates women more than you trying to explain how great the freewheeling Bob Dylan album is to them. Like, women in their 20s just don't, don't get it, Casey. <laughs> it's not and, a thing for them, And it huh? just... It, it, it just amazed me because I thought that was some of the most brilliant stuff in the history of ever. Hey, let's talk about uh, the announcement that Biden made yesterday where he's pardoning thousands of individuals convicted of possessing marijuana. More than 6,500 individuals with prior convictions for simple marijuana possession were impacted by the pardons. Also includes people in D.C. So the pardons will not be extended to those who weren't U.S. citizens or who were legally in the country at the time of their arrest. But then Biden also instructed the Secretary of Health and Human Services Director and the Attorney General to begin reviewing how marijuana is classified under federal drug laws. So right now, it's currently a Schedule One substance. So it's in the same category as heroin and LSD. And it's also considered more serious than fentanyl. And so Biden was saying it doesn't make any sense. Of course, with news of this, a couple big cannabis companies, Tilray Brands and also Canopy Growth, their stock markets spiked up. They they gained 30%, uh, $4 shares at the end of the day. So where are you on this? Well, you know my opinion that I, I think marijuana collectively should be legalized as it was at one point in this country. Uh, I certainly think without any sort of discussion that medical marijuana should be 100% legal because a licensed physician and a patient should have the right to make choices for their body that they believe will help them. Uh, but collectively, we what is the war on marijuana gotten us like we alcohol is legal it is prevalent it is available unless it's on sunday not between the hours of 12 and 8 in indiana but i'm sure that was written for really great reasons um but yet marijuana which in many cases you can make great arguments is far less destructive to people than alcohol has been is is not and so uh i support this the problem with it is biden wrote the law that put him there you know, Biden was a chief architect of the crime reform bill of 1994 that put all of these people, many cases needlessly, predominantly African-American in many cases, behind bars for victimless crimes. He wrote the law. It's another example of this guy trying to act like some white knight trying, you know, crusading in on some sort of phony moral high horse. Well, for 30 years, pal, they've been there mm-hmm. because of you. Mm-hmm. Hopefully... 
This will, though, and the devil's in the details, as with everything with Biden. I saw somebody post this the other day. Biden is great at proclamations, and then when he has to actually write the laws, they suck and oftentimes get overturned in court. Hopefully, Or he starts uh, backpedaling like he's had to do with the student loan right. transfers. Right. So we'll see what the actual details of these pardons are. However, mm-hmm. hopefully this will inspire our governor, old lockdown McGee, to finally relinquish whatever stranglehold he has over the Indiana General Assembly because we've heard multiple legislators in the Republican Party say there are the votes there to pass at least legalization of medical marijuana, Mm -hmm. which should be first priority, were it not for the governor who apparently enjoys seeing people needlessly suffer. I don't get it. I don't understand it because we spend millions and millions of taxpayer dollars every year to get people off being hooked on dangerous opioids, and yet a solution or a possible solution is right in front of us, and we won't do that. So hopefully this action by the president of the United States which I support, but we absolutely have to point out he put them there in the first place, will inspire the governor of the state of Indiana to do the right thing and allow people with PTSD, with cancer, with ALS, with all sorts of horrific ailments and illnesses to be able to seek treatment they desire under the supervision of a licensed physician physician in the state of Indiana. So revenues for cannabis are projected to hit $32 billion this year. And states where it is legal, uh, in Michigan, for example, making a whole lot of money, but they're actually losing some money because of the laws. Um, you know, they're having, they're having a hard time with the interstate commerce aspect of it where they have to build separate farms and factories and stores in each state where they do business and then they're having a harder time raising capital or just some of these simple banking tools like getting a loan because of how it is looked at on the federal level now did holcomb respond no, somebody sent out a tweet on his behalf. Isn't he in Switzerland right now? Yes, and it said uh, Governor Holcomb is currently in Switzerland <laughs> and on an economic development trip. This is the representation you get from your government here in Indiana. Uh-huh. Groundbreaking act by the President of the United States. Governor, may we have a comment? Please leave a message after the beat. No, he's in Switzerland right now, and uh, if he does say anything, it'll be a day or two. He did come out in the past, and he said that he can't support it until the federal government legalizes it first. He said, I mean, I took an oath. Let's just say I agreed with it, but I also agreed to uphold the law, state and federally. Holcomb did admit to using cannabis when he was in college. Yeah, of course he did. But in 2018, he also strongly opposed he, it. His his opposition is lightening up as the years go by. Here's a question to the public at large, mm-hmm. which would be regardless of your opinion on marijuana use, okay, whether you're for it or against it, mm-hmm. what has the United States approach to marijuana produced over the past 50 years? years regardless of your opinion on usage because i can tell you other than if eventually someday hopefully i never have to experience this it would be for some sort of medical thing i will not use marijuana when it becomes legal it's not my thing Mm -hmm. but if people want to use a harmless plant in their own time now do there need to be rules and regulations around it yeah because it smells so if i go to downtown indianapolis i don't want 
even though Indianapolis has its own smells for a variety of reasons. But let's just take my own hometown of Brownsburg. Mm-hmm. I don't want my downtown Brownsburg smelling like a marijuana. Like marijuana. Mm-hmm. So I have no problem with rules and regulations around how it can be used, where it can be used, that sort of thing, as long as it doesn't affect the public at large. What you do in your own home, I don't care. But to the question of people is, what has the U.S.'s approach to marijuana done over the years? It hasn't stopped anyone who wanted to use marijuana from using marijuana. So if Mm -hmm. that was your goal, you failed. And all it has done is enrich dangerous, deadly people and made them more powerful. The people who illegally bring into the country and illegally sell Mm -hmm. drugs. Mm -hmm. You will stop drug use when you educate properly the people uh, the the dangers of using the drug and convince people not to use it if people want to do things they will do it mm-hmm. and so the best way to They'll do find it, a way it, it, absolutely and that is true for the vast majority of drugs now do you need to deal with heroin or cocaine differently than you do marijuana absolutely but people are not dying dead in the streets of marijuana overdoses now you, people say oh this is a gateway drug whatever the point is you haven't stopped the u.s policy on marijuana and policing that has not stopped anyone from using it in 50 years nobody has said well i might get caught and i might get in trouble people want to use it are going to use it it's why most like when we watch um you know we watch that on patrol live Mm -hmm. uh friday and saturday nights on uh reels Mm -hmm. and the majority of these police officers in the majority of these states now when they, it seems like when they pull these people over and they catch them with marijuana, if that's all they've got, they don't even write them a citation. Even if it's illegal in their state, if it's below a certain amount, they just say, you know, confiscated or whatever and, and get out of there because they recognize this is stupid. It takes resources. It, empower, it empowers rich. It enriches dangerous people. God, it's 2022, Casey. Gosh mm-hmm. darn it. Let's finally do something common sense. Do you think that there's anything interesting about the timing of Biden's announcement yesterday oh, sure. about the possibility of legalizing nationally marijuana on the same day that his son, where they're saying, hey, we might be able to bring charges up on him. Like, I don't know. To me, because, you know, there's been pictures of Hunter Biden with with all sorts of drugs, including cannabis, sure. which you could clearly tell it was cannabis sitting next to him. It's like, well, quickly, let's make that legal so that they can't bring that charge up against myself. Well, I think it's I think it's a thing as you would charge people based on what the laws were at the time. I don't think anybody's going to charge him with marijuana use, but I think it's he did this for political reasons because we're heading into a midterm election which his party is about to get their asses handed to him. So I think it's a political ploy, which comes back to my initial comment, which is I don't give Joe Biden a round of applause on any of this mm-hmm. because while this is the right thing, he made it the wrong thing. For he was the leader on the criminal reform bill of 1994. That put all these people needlessly for long periods of time behind bars. He's not the good guy in this equation. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and let's get to Corey Bush. No regrets. No regrets, not even one single letter. Okay, so this is where the base of the Democratic Party is. Uh, absolutely defund the police. She was defending her path to defund the police Wednesday, she was on CNN, and Don Lemon was asking if if she's still good with that slogan and if she's okay with that verbiage and that brand that branding. And this is what she had to say: If you if if you could do it again, would you still 
double down or use that slogan, defund the Absolutely. police? Absolutely. There you go. You ever seen the movie Black Sheep with Chris Farley? Yeah. Remember when he gets the premise of the movie Black Sheep is Chris Farley's brother, Tim Matheson, is running for governor of Washington. Mm-hmm. And Chris Farley is this weirdo guy that they try to hide because he's the it, black it, sheep of the family. Train wreck. Mm-hmm. And remember when he gets high and goes to that concert? And he starts shouting things on stage about voting mm-hmm. and super, the crowd's cheering for him. And then eventually he shouts out, uh, kill. I don't know if I could say this on the, he shouts out something that Hammer says it all the time, but I don't, I don't know if I could say it or not. Anyway, he shouts out something that you really shouldn't say. And everybody turns from the band that he's introducing, turns from shouting, you know, bumping their fists and going, no, no, no. no right. That's Corey Bush. Every time she goes on a, on a, television interview mm-hmm. because she starts saying all the things the liberals love and then she says the thing out loud that everybody else goes no no don't say that out loud in this mm-hmm. case it is the democrats are the party as they have been since 2020 and probably before that even before they had the saying of defund the police well it's now that everybody's saying hey crime is a big factor i'm gonna vote based on what's going on with crime and, and a lot in the political party are backing away from the defund the police slogan not this lady have a great weekend yeah you too you thank you Rob. Kevin, good job, and thank you for listening. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and we're going to count on you to come back here Monday. In my room tonight,